0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Secondhand Sports. Um, we've got a great show for you guys. Just just me and Matthew in the studio today. We uh, discuss LSU, obviously the March Madness going on. Um, some NFL news. Pretty much, you know, covering all of our normal bases. Pretty, pretty normal, relaxed episode. So, um, nothing, nothing too crazy. One thing, couple things that we missed: Aaron Gordon getting traded today. Um, Lonzo Ball not getting traded, obviously, with the trade deadline going on. Um, Aaron Gordon going to the Nuggets. Um, stacking that team up. I mean, that, that's going to be a good basketball team in the West there for sure. Um, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> potentially being traded and then New Orleans missing the deadline or whoever, you know, the bulls I think wanted him, them missing the deadline. So Lonzo will stay in New Orleans, which is good for New Orleans. I think it's, it's definitely, um, obviously the, the trade deadlines and it happens in the NFL too. It's an interesting time that you really get to see the business of sports because, you know, in a matter of minutes, Lonzo could be living in Chicago, you know, or in, now he's in New Orleans, so he, he's stuck there. Um, but it's just uh, just an interesting side of the aspect of sports that you don't really get to see a lot. So, um, But that goes for the NBA and the NFL. Other than that, pretty normal episode. We thank you all for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we certainly hope you enjoy. Let's begin. Starting off with the NFL, huge week for the NFL. The NFC East, huge, huge week. The Eagles have one of the most elite quarterbacks of all time going over to backup Jalen Hurts. You know, always have the the nuclear bomb backup plan. Joe Flacco to the Eagles this week. Um, Pretty big news, huh, Matt?
1: Joe Flacco, Super Bowl 47, MVP, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion. Cannon. First round draft pick. Not washed up at all. Out of Delaware. <laughs> Go Blue Hens or this fight Blue his, Hens. This is his fourth team? Fourth team. Yeah, yeah four. he was with the uh, Ravens and they got traded to the Broncos. Broncos. And then he got Jets, Jets and now last year. Now Eagles.
0: Landing in the Eagles' nest in Philadelphia. I mean, good luck to Flacco. Obviously, he's. I think he's still a good backup for, you know, a team with a, a young quarterback. He's got a ton of experience. I mean, that experience might translate to Jalen Hurts, and he's got Super Bowl experience. You know, you, you kind of look at the older guys like um, Chase Daniel and Ryan Fitzmagic, Fitz you know. He he went to the uh, Redskins. That's another one we missed. Yeah, yeah, football yeah, team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, football
1: team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. And, and another thing about Joe Flacco is early in his career, his f- rookie season, he took the Ravens to the AFC Championship game and then took them to the playoffs for until they won the Super Bowl. But that's because they had a great defense in Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis Terrell, Terrell Suggs. Suggs uh, yeah. They, they,
0: they would have made the uh the Super Bowl the year before that too had it yeah. been for a, a missed uh field goal. So that was Billy, uh, yeah,
1: Billy Cundiff. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was that was rough. I was I used to be a Ravens fan back in the day when I was in high school because I loved Ray Lewis, I loved the dances. I wore fifty five because of Terrell Suggs and because fifty two was already taken, but um yeah, so I was a huge Ravens fan back in the day and those are some cool years. Um, the Ravens had a, had a good offense too. Ray Rice, you know, yikes, R.I.P. Oof. And uh, Anquan Bolden and uh, Pitta as well. A good tight end. Yeah, Pitta. There.
1: They had a uh, Torrey Smith. Yeah, yeah. So. He had some. T- he had some weapons around him. And then once that defense right. uh, yeah, broke down, defense was that solid. was it for Flacco. So. That was it for him. Yep.
0: Yep. So congratulations to Flacco, still making it out there. Um, another huge move, Mitchell Trubisky or, or Bitski, whatever, however you pronounce it. Mitch. Bitski. <laughs> to the Bills. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the, the Bills, Bitsky. Um So you have the Bears that are falling apart. Just got Andy Dalton, who is on the descent of his career, and you trade Mitchell to the Bills, and... What would be crazy is I think he could be a good backup for Josh Allen if Josh Allen goes down. If if Josh Allen has to take a few games off, he might not be bad in Buffalo because the Bears are just that bad. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah. If and you look got, at Jay Cutler, he had some solid years like
1: Oh yeah Q B one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton uh had a picture on the Bears social media, QB one. No, the Bears posted that.
1: The Bears did. Not right, Andy Dalton's. I, so. I know, I know, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for for uh, for me, Trubisky, I think that he's going to he, – first of all, I think he has a better play caller and Brian Dable as his offensive coordinator. Absolutely. Brian, Brian Dable, and yeah. he also has Stephon Diggs. He also has Emmanuel Sanders. Uh,
0: oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they, they're they uh, going to be stacked, the Bills are. The Bills and the Cardinals, Cole, they're going to be hot teams, man.
1: Cole Beasley yeah. at, uh, in the slot. Mm-hmm. Don't they, do they that's have Chris, bad, do they have Chris Hogan? Mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I forgot. I think they they had him for a bit, but I don't think they have. I think Hogan retired. Yeah. 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 He's no. He's going to the Premier Lacrosse League. Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah. What, yeah <laughs> that's how that's how he got uh, discovered by Belichick. He was playing lacrosse, and his yeah, his uh Bill Belichick's son was actually the one who was like, you know, we need to give this kid a chance to play.
0: Yeah. Pretty sure he went undrafted too. I think didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, He, yeah. Did. he just he was a uh,
1: he was on Hard Knocks for the Miami Dolphins and like he was on there and what was I gonna say, damn? And then he just vanished. But then all of a right. sudden the Patriots pick him up and yeah, he's you know he's one of the guys who formed the Patriot way and. Yeah, getting pretty good.
0: Speaking of uh, Miami, Florida, the Buccaneers defense—pretty much a lot of them are coming back. N- Damakung Su signed a, a one-year, like ten million-dollar contract. I think y- today, I think, or maybe yeah, yesterday, but I think it was today. Yeah, so um, he's coming back. Brady's back. Obviously, Wednesday. You'll he signed.
1: He signed. The, he signed that contract Wednesday.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So it'll be yesterday when people are listening to this. So yeah. Um. Yeah, so and then obviously Devin White's gonna be there. I think you know they're gonna have a pretty stacked team still. You know, it, it wasn't looking like that going into the season last year. I mean, obviously he had like Antonio Brown come in, and they have a good wide receiver core. But after the Super Bowl performances and the playoff performance, I mean, you look at Leonard Fournette; he wasn't really having a season at all before the playoffs and that's, then that, that's when he became playoff Lenny right exactly so they should uh should be doing well hopefully not too well because we want the Saints to sweep him again obviously we, but we
1: want Jameis to yeah to yeah. get yeah. revenge on the Bucks and yeah
0: which is win
1: another division title
0: I think he's they keep saying it's going to be a quarterback battle but I think he'll be a good QB one he got LASIK I saw uh people were making comments about how he can see the field better um, he was crying in a press conference the other day talking about how much Drew Brees meant to him in one season, you know, which is another thing, how incredible Drew Brees was, even for a quarterback like him that was only with him for a year. One season. And yeah. for,
1: for a guy like Jameis Winston, who, you know, it's kind of been the spotlight ever since he's been, a, ever since he won the Heisman at Florida State and, you know, getting dropped by the Buccaneers, he's kind of been trouble in the league. And then he comes to the, you know, he goes to the, you know, Saints. And just one season is impacted. Change. Yep. He's more humble. He's you know showing his emotion. He's more emotional and stuff. And I think that Jameis going forward, he's thrown Now he's thrown eighty eight interceptions from two thousand fifteen to two thousand nineteen. That's the most in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, it's kind of hard pre-LASIK. to come back. Yeah, that pre lasik pre lasik It's hard to come back from something like that. But um, you know, I think I think Jameis right now. I think he's in the best situation possible for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. For and sure. I think you know he could do. I think he'll do pretty good for the Saints. Hopefully he becomes the, hopefully he is the guy. Yeah. Speaking of the Saints,
0: Jared Cook going to the Chargers and getting absolutely destroyed on Twitter. I don't mm. know, you you're not on Twitter that much now, Matt, huh? Yeah, I kind of gave it up. Yeah. So, but um he they the Chargers posted something about him and I think he had some kind of video, but I was looking at the replies and it was nothing but Saints fans just roasting him. Um about dropped passes and stuff. So uh that's a little little interesting there. So um also in the news, um speaking of the Saints, stay on topic here. Little Caesars is locking in the naming rights for the Superdome in New Orleans. Obviously Mercedes Benz, um they lost their uh not really lost, but I think it expired their, yeah, yeah. their naming rights. So it Little expired. Caesars picking that up. You know, five dollar hot and ready. I'm sure the fans are going to be getting lots of those. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. A little <laughs> now they can put a pizza at the top of the uh, yeah roof yeah. Of the and, and take, take,
1: take the uh, take the Mercedes logo down and put a in <laughs> little, little <laughs> Caesar's pizza yeah, pizza pizza. So, um, yep. Can I ask you another question? Sure.
0: You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it?
1: What do you mean? Did, did, um. Did Caesar live here? Um no. I don't think so.
0: One more thing in the NFL, we've got a birthday boy. This is also with the Saints, you know, Archie Manning, Peyton Manning turns 45 Pey- today.
1: Peyton Manning, Peyton. New Orleans native. Yep. Yep.
0: Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. That's another thing we need to talk about. Yes. We'll um, talk about that later. Yeah. So, yeah, that that about uh happy birthday to Peyton, you know. The Sheriff. The
1: Sheriff. Omaha. Yep. Omaha!
0: Omaha! Omaha! Another, uh, <laughs> speaking to Joe Flacco, another quarterback that was basically carried to the Super Bowl <laughs> with that defense and Vaughn Miller. Um, Super Bowl 50, I believe
1: that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the, you know, the, in Super Bowl... Uh, 49. 40, or 48, huh? 48. Yeah. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning carried the Broncos... To the Super Bowl, they didn't get they didn't get it done. So in Super Bowl uh, Fifty, the Denver Broncos defense carried Peyton Manning yep. to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: yep, and that was the famous uh, he kissed Papa John's and said, "I'm going to go have a Budweiser." So I
1: think we am be drinking a lot of Budweiser tonight. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's put that somebody in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That was the start of Peyton's. Average, like, like commercials, go, right. Was, that yeah. was the start of his retirement right there. Right. Just about going yeah. on commercials and everything. That's when we all knew him. Hey, yeah.
0: Not even one minute off the field and he was already thinking we're going to have a Budweiser and kiss Papa John. First
1: guy yeah, you yeah. celebrate with. Kiss Papa John's. I mean, <laughs> Peyman, probably Payman has a sponsorship with him too. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Papa John has been in the news quite a bit lately, but we don't have to touch on that.
1: I've had a lot of people ask what Omaha means and – uh it's uh, Omaha is a um, it's a run play that, but it could be a pass play <laughs> or a play action pass depending on uh, a couple things: the wind, uh, which way we're going, uh, quarter, and uh, the jerseys that we're wearing. So <laughs> it it varies uh, uh, really play to play.
0: Also, Saints have agreed to a deal with Nick Vanette. Is that a uh, he's a tight end?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just kind of oh. get some depth behind uh, Adam Trotman considering you know the losses of yeah, Josh Hill and Jared la- Cook. Right. Um, got a stat for uh, Nick Vanette. So Nick Vanette's uh, five-year career mm-hmm. in the NFL. You know how many times he fumbled the ball?
0: Seven times.
1: What? Oh, all, I only see one time. I have no idea. What?
0: I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do that again. Okay. So and
1: in Nick Vanette's uh, five year career in the NFL, you know how many times he's fumbled the football? Seven times. One. Wow. Compared to Jared Cook's. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and also. Um, so we know we know that he can we know he can handle the ball right. About Taysom Hill. Of the
0: time. Taysom Hill's uh, like once per game. Also. Yeah. So. Yep. All righty, that about does it for the NFL. Moving over to college, McNeese State University beat the hell out of Northwestern State. Matthew and I were at that game up there in Nacogdoches. It's a pretty good game. I mean, uh, McNeese was it, it was tied up towards the beginning, and then McNeese started pulling away towards the end of the game. You could tell Northwestern was gassed. So
1: but yeah, and Northwestern that game they had. They had big plays, but most of those plays came up by mistakes. You know, they had, it was penalties. And, uh, I know they had like two long passes that the receivers dropped wide open. Could have been 75 yards, a touchdown. They're either, they just made, they, they made too many mistakes. And McNeese capitalized on those mistakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Also, Northwestern's 0 3 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they were, uh, all defeated. And, um, Usually Google has the box score, but it does not for this game. So 21-7, to 7, um, only time Northwestern scored was in the first quarter. Beautiful campus. Uh, my girlfriend Jenny went there when she was in college. And um, awesome campus there. We went and toured the... Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That um, was
1: that was really cool.
0: Pretty cool, yeah. Um, a lot, they have a huge section on football. Obviously, being in Louisiana, um, and they have all kinds of names: Ed Reed, Scooter Hobbs, obviously Peyton. Nick Saban was just inducted in there. Um, lots of pretty, pretty neat stuff. Les Miles was inducted in
1: 2019. Joe Dumars, um, uh, yeah. David David Tom's, uh, the yeah. professional golfer. Yeah. Um.
0: Lots of cool stuff. They have a section on yeah. high school football and college football and the pros. I Reggie mean, Wayne, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Wayne. So, it was pretty neat. Also, Stokely. Uh, yeah, Brandon, n- yeah, Brandon Stokely. Yeah, did, did not realize Brandon Stokely was from Louisiana. So,
1: Yeah, uh, Stokely played for uh, Louisiana Lafayette. I'm not going to call it Louisiana. I'm just going to call it Louisiana Lafayette. USL? Yeah, USL. With um, uh, He played with uh, Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome was the uh, starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers out outplayed Tom Brady in Super Bowl thirty eight, but they lost the game because of Adam and Terry making that field goal. Yeah. My girlfriend, she uh she works for UL and uh, you know she's like you know she, the first thing she told me she was like I, the first day of her job she said she's like Matthew guess who I met and I said who? She said Jake Delome. I'm like you met Jake Delome yeah. oh my gosh that's awesome. <laughs> yeah that's pretty neat. She, she called so. him Mr. Jake Delome too. I was like oh that's
0: Mm, Mr. Jake, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I, obviously, if you ever have a chance to go up to Natchitoches, it's like a little slice of New Orleans almost. Yeah. The downtown area, um, they have a boardwalk and everything, so it was pretty pretty cool.
1: So, yeah, and like the atmosphere was also. I mean, there there are yeah. a lot there are a lot of Calp, there are a lot of poke fans there. Yeah, uh, Northwestern State there were some there are fans there too. Yeah, uh, stadium is it's very old but it's huge and the campus is also. Yeah. You know, pretty old and too yeah. historic. But, yeah, very historic. Um, yeah, Ogeron that was, cool. was Ogeron yeah, yeah Ogeron. Ogeron.
0: Right, Ogeron played for Northwestern, and his son is obviously Cody's, the quarterback at McNeese. So they had a big hoopla about him at at the halftime. So
1: we should have walked down, got a picture. Yeah, thinking about it,
0: he. Uh, it was also their homecoming game as well, so that was brutal for them to just get uh, smoked, but. It was cool. Uh, they had a good turnout for both sides. So,
1: I think the uh, Demons. I think the uh, the best part of that game was right when the game uh, started again in the third quarter. Uh, Cody Ojeron threw a seventy-five uh, yard touchdown pass to uh, Trevor Beggy. Yeah, and when Beggy scored, uh, McNeese president Darrell Burkell, Athletic director uh, he's newly hired newly right. <laughs> athletic director He's short. Oh no 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 he well well he's been there for a while but <laughs> yeah, yeah but he finally has <laughs> he's like the
0: sole he's only the athletic director now he's moved up I mean yeah. he really is staying in the same position he just dropped the basketball coaching
1: right yeah he so. um yeah he had a um they had, when Beggie scored. Uh, They gave him a fist bump in the end zone. I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. You score a touchdown, and you're getting fist bumps from the president of the university and the athletic director right there. Yeah. That was pretty – Yeah. Great highlight. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. And, yeah, Jamal, Jamal Pettigrew had a touchdown catch. Yeah. From a LSU transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky transfer quarterback Walker Wood saw Tom that game yeah, at running back. Yeah, that was, was weird. Like, I was like, yeah, like they have, my niece has a loaded backfield. Seeing Walker Wood, I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was he, interesting. He did, it was like both quarterbacks were in the backfield at the same time, right? In shotgun position. It was strange.
1: Yeah, I, I found the box score. Oh, Ogier, nice. yeah, Cody Ojorn had three hundred six passing yards. Dude. Josh Parker led the team in rushing, seventy seven rushing yards, and uh, Trevor Beggy had one hundred sixty five yards receiving. So, pretty good game. Yeah, a little cold. It was cold too.
0: Yeah, it was chilly. I nice felt- to see McNeese do well. Mm-hmm. That was uh, very nice because we've been. On the struggle bus here lately. Next week we are playing Nichols. I thought it was Sam Houston Nichols, Um, and that'll be at McNeese. So at noon on Saturday. So that's actually uh, that's actually in two weeks. So they get a week off and then and then come back. Yep. Speaking of LSU, let's do let's so let's do. let me backtrack here. Um, talking about LSU, just just a little bit of news. F. King Alexander <laughs> resigns at Oregon State for stuff that has been surfacing from a long, long time ago. When um, he was at LSU. And,
1: right, right.
0: When he was um, he was the athletic director or the president?
1: He was the president, huh? President and no, chancellor at Louisiana yeah. State University. Yeah,
0: so um, obviously if, if you're paying any attention to what's going on at LSU right now there's um some stories coming up from um when Les miles was there i guess i'm not sure exactly what the years were i think it was it was 2013 yeah 2013 there we go so um yeah when when less was head coaching and then obviously they kansas let him go as well probably cuz he sucked but you know i think well, i think uh, go ahead no no
1: you, you go then I I was I'll. just going
0: to say Yeah, yeah. This just in, Saints agree to three-year deal with former Broncos tight end Nick Vanette. Yeah, there we go. There we
1: go, yeah. I don't know, that was
0: official by ESPN. Um, But I think in the world of college football, if Les Miles was crushing it at Kansas and they were winning, he would still have a job there. (laughs) And Kansas would be like, oh, that was the past, he's changed now. But now that he sucks... I think uh, that's why you know part of the reason why he's getting booted. So well, I mean,
1: I, I have two theories when I'm thinking about it. Um, when Les Miles was first hired by Kansas in 2019, I th- uh, their athletic director Jeff Long was the AD at Arkansas, and at one time, Jeff Long after I think it was after they fired, um, it may have been after they fired Belima or uh, Brett Belima, or when they fired uh, Petrino. or not Petrino, the guy that uh. Replace Petrino, John L. Smith. He's basically an interim coach because Arkansas was trying to – they wanted to get a really good coach. They wanted to get a good right. coach, and because yeah. of what, hap- what Bobby Petrino did, they just didn't have time to hire so they waited a year. Mm-hmm. And then they got uh, Brett Belimo. Anyway, um, at one point, Jeff Long tried to hire Les Miles to be the head coach at Arkansas, and none of that went through. I think Miles signed a new contract with LSU. And um, eventually, you know, Jeff Long got fired from Arkansas, went to Kansas, said – Let's hire less miles. Now, the other theory I have on it is is um, less miles. Kansas is a bottom feeder job. In football, yeah, I mean they they <laughs> they, they they were a lead in two thousand and seven. They went to the like crazy year, um, but people knew about what happened in two thousand thirteen in LSU. And less miles probably didn't get a big job because. That was probably asked. Oh, yeah. And that's why I think, you know, Kansas is saying, look, let's just hire him. You know, it doesn't matter what you did in your past. Past is the past. Let's bring you on as our head coach, you know. And I think Kansas just didn't really review the
0: Yeah, yeah. allegations. Yeah,
1: allegations just said, let's just, you know, let's just hire Les Miles. He's a league football coach. He's going to bring, you know, he's going to help our program, you know, rise. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't know too much about that stuff. I know,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Another thing, speaking of allegations, um, Deshaun Watson, holy smokes. It just keeps, like, if it's true, it just keeps unfolding. Um, and one of the things, too, is they're, he, they're not pressing charges. They're just trying to file, like, a civil suit for money, which, to me, like, and to a lot of people, um, it's showing that, it, it could not be true you know it could like just be false basically yeah yeah and um from I, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show and they were talking to Ian Rappaport and he was saying that there's a lot there's still five teams that are looking at Deshaun and McAfee was like do you think that these lawsuits are affecting the search at all and Ian said no it, from to my knowledge they're not uh affecting the search so to me you know that could be a sign that all of this is just trying to slander him basically but well, slander yeah, him
1: maybe maybe get him out of houston maybe right. that's the whole reason why at yeah. this point because i think fans just realize that he wants to leave so let's just ruin the guy's career or
0: or, or ruin his reputation so he can't go anywhere but houston that's another thing mm. too. They might. They're trying to make him undesirable for other teams to try to recruit him. Yeah, possibly. Mm. But or it, a, or it could all
1: be true. You know, maybe he's just a monster and yeah, maybe he did uh, do sexually it. assaults people. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's it's a tra- It's as in a Shakespearean play. It's a tragedy. Yeah, it's just of a of a downfall of a main yeah. character. I guess. Yeah, I, I saw I saw someone tweet that and i was like oh that's that does make a lot of sense yeah
0: it's either i I saw a tweet and obviously like you want to be on the right side of this um and obviously if you actually did those things that's horrific you know you you don't want to be in that situation where you have this obviously a professional football player um attacking you in the way that they've been describing however um if it's not true. Then this is like the most brutal character assassination of someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's,
1: that's that's what I was gonna say exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, you you look at all of what Deshaun has done. He seems just like a nice guy in every interview he's ever done. Um, and gloves are small, like right. He and, so, <laughs> the tweet was like he's either like the a huge serial molester or this is the greatest. Character assassination and sports, yeah, that, that's sports exactly, history. Yeah, yeah, so. that's, that's
1: what I was talking about.
0: Which at this point, the way Houston's going, I wouldn't doubt it because it's just crumbling. You know. Yeah. So,
1: but you also got to think about this too, and I may have said this last week. I'm not sure if I said it, but I'm gonna say it again. Deshaun Watson did sign a contract the year before with Houston. I know a lot of stuff has happened, but you looked, at, you know, a year ago, the guy's, you know, bawling his eyes out, saying, "I'm just so happy." Yeah. Now he's in a position where he, I want to get out of here.
0: Yeah. Well, they had a different coach then, different GM, different players. there's a lot. Yeah. You know, it was a lot different back then. So, but that is true. He did sign a contract, but I mean contracts these days. You look at Taysom Hill. Yeah. That contract is seems like a mess. So I think you you look um,
1: at a former uh, you look at the Florida Marlins when they had a this is I'm going. Baseball terms, but mm-hmm. when the Florida Marlins had a uh, Giancarlo Stanton, they made him the highest-paid athlete ever. I forget the con what the contract was. I guess it was like three hundred million dollars, and I think he got out of that contract, and he's now playing with the Yankees. Yeah, just just sh- shows how bad right the Florida Marlins are.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um Also, just going back to the NFL briefly, Urban Meyer at the Jaguars. They started putting out promote promotional videos for him, like. It's this whole the hunt thing, and they're already the in their promo videos. They're already showing footage of Trevor Lawrence, like like it's obvious
1: now. So yeah, it's 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 probably going to happen. Yeah, I know Justin. You know Justin Fields is still there. Justin Fields played for Ebermar. Mm-hmm. but I just think that where Trevor Lawrence is right now, you know, this is a once in a generation. To me, I mean, to me, like, everyone always says it's like a once – Trevor Lawrence is a once-in-generation, once like John Elway, like Andrew Luck, like Joe Burrow. Drew Brees. I think that's going to be the trend going forward now just be, just because of how the college game has changed. Yeah. yeah. And I think that you're going to see quarterbacks like that every single year. So it's not going to be like, oh, this is a once-generation. We're going to see it every single season.
0: Right. And the the top, like, five quarterbacks are – Pretty hot. I mean, they're they're very good. A lot of mock drafts have are, are, have them going in the first like five. Zach Wilson, obviously Justin Fields. They they have them going in the first like ten picks basically. So Trey Mac, Lance. I saw Mac Jones like has been sinking in the yeah in the uh thing which. Obviously, it's not like a character thing. I think it's just athleticism because he doesn't—he yeah. doesn't look athletic. So. Yeah, and
1: like to me, he's—he has a hell of an arm to play quarterback. I just think the like, you know, he could just throw the. But he also had really good receivers at Alabama, right? He had but he also incredible and, receivers. And he also, but he and he doesn't have, you know, athletic skills either. Like he can't, he can't, you know, do a read option or anything. He can't use his feet. Run on his feet. He can throw the ball perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, if he had now, if he could do that, I'd say he's probably the best quarterback on the board. You look at
0: the um, the struggles that Tua was having last year. It's like NFL open is a lot different than Alabama open, and the guys that Mac Jones is going to be playing with are not going to be able to get Alabama open in the NFL. Right. You yeah. know, so that's you know always something to think about. So
1: basically, you know. And I I don't know if this makes I know uh, I was watching a documentary one time and Kurt Warner said this he said that you know for a quarterback in college and now the game has changed completely but I'm just gonna you know talk about I'm just gonna quote this he said that you know a quarterback in college is used to throwing you know throwing a ball 40 yards down the field to a guy that's wide open or being covered by a guy you know being right. covered by ten broken, yards like broken that. defenses yeah broken you know. defenses and you know the guys it's zone coverage being covered by like ten yards. When you get to the NFL, now you're throwing into to a guy, you know, 10 yards or 40 yards on the field to the end zone, throwing it to a guy who's only covered by another guy by one yard, basically. right. Like one yard
0: between him and the defensive back. Right. A lot better coverage. A lot fewer teams for the NFL, too. You got to think about that, like – in college, there's a very wide variety of players you're going to go up against. Yeah, and the NFL, it's the best of the best every week. Now, in the Except rules, for the Jets. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, and soon be Texans. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But the rules have also like changed too. Like the rules for on defense, it's now more, it's more leaning out towards the offense. You know, right. basically the NFL is about to become well, you cannot play defense anymore. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't. You know, if you're going to throw the ball, you can't. You know, jam. You can't do anything. You can't press them or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just, uh, just I think it's because they're you know trying to increase the fantasy numbers and the betting and everything. So exactly. just the way the game is changing. But the game and you know, five years ago was a lot different than it was fifty years ago. So it's just natural. Um, yes, yeah, so that's just about <laughs> it um, for the NFL. I know this podcast is all over the place. Going back to LSU. Um, Ogeron was uh he had a press conference, I think, for day yeah, four of the off season.
1: Yeah, LSU just just started their uh, spring training and everything and um
0: Which uh kudos to Ogeron because they were he was at Tiger Stadium the Saturday morning and then he was in Natchitoches that evening. Yeah. yeah, that evening for the uh for the Northwestern game. So yeah, <laughs> kudos I just, to him for getting there.
1: Yeah, another convenient thing about that it was the airport. Me and Kelsey, we went and, uh, drove around campus. The airport's right there. Right. They yeah. like the airship everything. It, that's all right there. So I'm like it's so convenient right Yeah, here. So convenient for him. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um he said that I think it was a I don't know if it was an interview or It was it was a, a press, conference. press it was conference, a Zoom press conference. Right. He said that he didn't interview some of the coaches that came in last year. Obviously, our minds are going to Bo Pellini probably. And it, it makes Scott sense. Li- Scott Linehan. Scott Linehan, too, yeah. Just he probably knew that they were trying to get him, and when they got him, then they were good to go. You know, just going off the name alone. And Bo had been at LSU before. Um, so... One thing we were just listening to T. Bob A. Bear off the bench, a competitive yeah, competitor, uh, yeah, competitor. competitor of
1: secondhand sports.
0: Right, exactly. Um, and they pointed out some some really good points about how this is showing. Obviously, Ogeron said he didn't interview some of the coaches last year, and this year he has interviewed every coach he knows. You know who's coming in personnel wise, and he's going to be double checking everybody. And last year he didn't have the power to do that. Another thing about this. Coaching core is they're a lot younger, and they probably won't put as much. Up. If you're trying to critique Bo Polini, he's probably not going to take it as well as these younger guys will. Yeah, like so
1: the, the, these younger guys, they're eager, they can connect with the players, right. they want you know. They're, they're to me that they can give better results than a coach in his fifties. Considering yeah. that's all we that's all LSU had last year, right? And you forgot to mention uh, Scott Linehan, like no connection to LSU at all. Yeah. Like, I know Joe Brady, you know, Joe Brady didn't have, you know, kind he had connection, at least he had connection with the Saints. No one knew who he was, but, hey, he's from the New Orleans Saints. Scott Linehan, everybody knew who Scott Linehan was. He's a failure as an offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, why did we hire him out of all people to replace Joe Brady?
0: Yeah. Um, One of the things that T-Bob brought up was that this is showing that Ogeron can change. And he talked
1: about how Les Miles just refused to change. Refused to change. And, like – yeah, same well, thing with Bo Pelini, too. Bo Pelini is a Les Miles holdover. That's what he is. The last time he was a defensive coordinator was when he was at LSU from 2005 to 2007. But, um... Ogeron, yeah, no, like, the thing is, like, compared to Les Miles, you know, like what you're saying, um, Ogeron... Un, like, Ogeron can adapt, and he's honest with himself. He knows that, look, he basically said in his press conference... I screwed this up, and mm-hmm. this is all my fault that we went five and five. And now that he also said that he's also going to watch, be more aware of what he says to the media. You know, because he said he did. He quote, he said something last year about um, when Dave Aranda left, Bo Pelini become defensive coordinator. He said, "This is the best defense that LSU's ever had." Right here, yeah. Obviously, that wasn't the best at all, yeah, and it, probably it was basically a shot at taking <laughs> yeah. a shot at a very well respected defensive coordinator and Dave Aranda. Right. And you know the the Les Miles comparison is Les Miles had talent. He just didn't want he, but he wanted to use it in his system. Right. We got to run the football up the middle. You have Trey Quinn. You have Kelvin Spears. You have Brandt. You know.
0: Odell Beckham Jr. Odell
1: Beckham. Well, they they used Odell Beckham Shark. Jr. Yeah, Yeah, and Odell Odell and um. Uh, Land- Jarvis Landry yeah, the Jarvis. correct way because they had yeah. Cam Cameron calling the plays on offense, but then eventually Les Miles took back over and said, we got to run the football, Leonard Fournette. We need to get a dual-threat quarterback, put him under center, which doesn't make sense at all. And, like, eh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, Um. you're right. It's like LSU has such a history of having some of the top recruits every year and still, like, failing to even compete with Alabama. And, so,
1: yeah, and Les Miles, like you said you said earlier about the, uh, you know, it wasn't the coach's fault, it was the player's fault because the players aren't, you know, because the players don't fit in. The players you have do not fit in the system right. that we that's, that, that's that what ran. Les,
0: that's what Les Miles was saying. Yeah. Right, and now Ogeron is taking responsibility for it. So, and and part of me wants to go, ah, oh, that's, you know, it's not, Really, necessarily O'Gron's fault because obviously Bo Pelini was running that defense. But at the end of the day, he is the head coach, and he's the reason those guys were still there. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, kudos to him for taking the 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 blame for that kind of thing. But I think he's hopefully he's gonna right the ship. So
1: for me, and I think and that's um, I mean that's what O'Gron does. You know, this is a guy that has really – you know, he could be at the depths of hell and he can still find a way to come out of it. Yeah, yeah. A uh, Another thing that he said – um, he was talking about – he was asking about, like, the coaches and stuff. He said De'Ante Jones was, like, the fourth coach, was the fourth uh, – basically yeah, the fourth, fourth candidate. Fourth, fourth choice. And then he said, well, I was the fourth choice as well. Yeah. Let's just, you know, hire him. Yeah, he said, Let's go so play. what?
0: He's ready to go. He's locked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a good, that's, I mean, pretty interesting. Usually you don't have coaches coming out and saying it like that, but that's that is true. I mean, it was very public that he wasn't their first choice. So, yeah, but he's locked in. He's ready to go. And their young coaching core, and I'm pretty excited about this year. Miles Brennan weighs a lot more than he did last season. Um, we got a lot, of, a lot of returning seniors. So, mm-hmm. it'll be receiving core is going to be, gonna
1: be st- absolutely stacked. Defensive yeah. line is going to be stacked. Linebackers, it's you know, they have a they have a couple of players that are fighting for positions. Uh Todd Harris playing at safety. The kid I saw a picture, the kid looks like he like like an Avenger or something like that. Now like <laughs> he like he's he's definitely a true leader. He's a veteran. He's been at LO shoot since I think two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So he's he's I think he's going to his sixth year. Maybe I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> Him and uh defensive lineman Andre Anthony. Yeah. You know, he they both that's the experience, those are the leaders right there. Yeah.
0: Yep. So should be interesting. Spring game is coming up. Um and the NFL draft will be April twenty ninth. So we'll be we'll be definitely diving into that after March Madness is over, um and there's nothing else to talk about. We'll definitely be diving deep into the NFL draft. Moving on to other LSU news. This is March. Michigan's a good football team, man. They're number one seed. Um, basketball, we were, we were number eight. Yeah, yeah. And basketball, right, right. Yeah,
1: Mi- Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Um, they got a great program. Uh, Juwan Howard, you know, former Michigan alumni. I mean, former Michigan player played with a Fab Five. If, you, if you've already seen that ESPN Thirty for Thirty, he was in it. He mm-hmm. was included in it. Um, you know, played long time in the NBA, and then played with the uh, you know, coach with the uh, Heat. And then uh, went back to Michigan, became the head coach, and he's he's building a great program over there for sure. Yep. Um,
0: they got some good players, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I I think yeah. that had a, if LSU was a sixth seed, we have a they have a we have a much better chance. Uh, we'd probably be in the Sweet Sixteen. I
0: Think so. Who do we be playing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> we'd be playing UCLA. Well, yeah, that's a good football. T- I mean, a good basketball team too. Yeah, um, we'd be playing UCLA, and then we'd be playing ACU, which we're, we could probably beat ACU. They beat Texas.
1: Um, they're so. they they're the team, and ACU is back in Texas. Yeah, Abilene yep. Christian University. Yep. So, but uh,
0: then <laughs> we'd end up. Playing Alabama again, <laughs> that, yeah, a uh, repeat of the SEC championship, but which was yeah, cl- I mean, yeah it was close, so. very close. Uh, you know, we had a great year for sure. Cameron Thomas, obviously, Javante Smart, the two two, two leaders in in that game against Michigan. Javante had twenty seven points, nine rebounds, six assists, and then Cam had thirty points, obviously leading the pack there. So. Um, Great, great game. Um, hopefully, Will Wade can stick around. I think he's put, he's definitely put LSU basketball on the map, whether it was morally or a Morley,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: by the book or not. You know, Will Wade, American gangster, he makes damn good offers, and um, he put LSU basketball back, you know, on the map. And I mean, really, we hadn't paid attention very much to LSU basketball in a while, so it's been a fun experience. For sure, yeah, just sucks losing, but yeah, you know, would have been cool if we had to beat the one seed. But hey, yeah, but it's March.
1: All knows Michigan won, so yeah. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> yeah. a win for me right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Tough, tough, tough losses of the LSU fan, but you good know for as the a, bracket for the bracket, yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Pretty. Good. Other
0: than that, my bracket's pretty uh, busted up. So yeah, mine's uh,
1: mine's doing pretty bad too. Mine's not not too good. Hey, everybody, at
0: all. lots of ones, twos, and threes falling. Um obviously Loyola Sister Jean advancing a L- lot of upsets which is you know might be uh could chalk it down to covid you know it being a covid year might have screwed people up during that off season but um yeah still exciting to have basketball back great to be back after the year that we had it's pretty surreal i saw a tweet about how college football has the same like five teams every year and you look at a bracket like this when you have Loyola, Oregon State, Syracuse, Houston, obviously the the big the top basketball schools like Gonzaga, Villanova, those are usually Baylor, in yeah. right but Alabama not generally in the with basketball, uh, Florida State, UCLA like pretty widespread bracket here for the Sweet 16 and you look at football and it's the same teams every single year.
1: (laughs) Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State and Oklahoma, Notre Dame. Yeah. Maybe hopefully LSU. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, just take note,
0: the college football playoff committee, just take note of this and Let's uh. Hopefully, we can expand that playoff just to create yeah, a little bit more uh, excitement.
1: <laughs> eight, eight teams is pretty nice. Yeah, I, I'd stick with eight teams. Uh, Manese softball. Uh, Magny's defeated a uh, Houston. Nice nine to three. Nice. Woman, uh, Matt women's basketball news, uh, Casey Cryer has been fired from the program.
0: Hey, uh, she had been fired. I think she, her contract was not, uh, renewed.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously shout out to her. That's, that's our, our, our old high school football coach's daughter that was coaching. Um, and you know, times are tough. Didn't produce, but I've heard great things about her. Um, I've heard just over the years, how she treats her players you know, awesomely, a lot of college athletes at these smaller schools come from places that are just out of nowhere. You have people from Indiana and Kentucky and Connecticut and all over the place, and they don't know, yeah, you know, really much about Lake Charles. And from what I've heard, she did a lot to help her players like go to the doctor and um, just kind of get suited to the late Charles. Facilities, yeah. yeah. Um, where, whether it's apartments, um, not not paying players, but helping them like find the right places to go, you know, right. showing them around that kind of thing. So, um obviously, a yeah,
1: l- lot of respect for Casey. She, um she did. I think she did a pretty good job. I think as a you know off the field, she's a great
0: uh, mentor. Con- mentor off the yeah. field.
1: I mean, yeah. every a lot of coaches, they're great mentors. She, I think. You know, I think she basically kind of gave more of a comforting to those players and everything. For like, like you said, players coming from all over the country, right. not just you know the country, but all over the world. Yeah, and they're just getting used to college and everything. I think Casey really was a great mentor for them. It's unfortunate that you know they didn't renew her contract, but um, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Good good luck to her though. Great, yeah. great, best of luck to Casey. Hopefully, hopefully she gets another job pretty soon. Yep. Uh, men's
0: basketball. The um, obviously with Heath Schroyer moving up to just AD, uh, McNeese announced that John Aiken is the new men's basketball coach. And I believe that's basically just a promotion for him, right? He was the he was an assistant coach on the team yeah. already, so right. I mean, familiar face for the players there that are coming back, and um, we wish them the best as well. Hopefully, he can
1: light another spark. So. I don't think there's that many players coming back. Oh,
0: really? I don't oh, know. Yeah, Drew, I do
1: Drew uh, is entering the transfer yeah, portal. Yeah, Drew, Drew Cuxhausen is yeah. going to Northern Colorado. Yeah. Uh, a couple other players, I I'm not too sure. but uh, yeah. We wish them the best. Wish them the best. Hopefully uh, Aiken <laughs> can get some great players in there and, you know, get Magnus back in the tournament. Yeah. Um and finally, the New Orleans Pelicans defeated the
0: Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, the what a win! The defending finals champions didn't have anything to do with uh, missing players. The Lakers had a full roster; their star players were all healthy and playing, and the Pelicans beat
1: them fair and square. Moving on. Had, I thought you said uh, a D and uh, A <laughs> D and LeBron's hat. Yeah,
0: they were they're both injured. So
1: oh yeah, oh. but
0: anyway, still a good win for the Pel's. Good good booster. I thought that the playoffs were coming up, but apparently we still have two more months of NBA um, through the uh, like middle of May, I believe. Last game is May sixteenth, and then the playoffs start. So we'll try to keep up with that for you guys. Anything else?
1: Oh, the uh, this is not this is non sports related, but The Office uh debuted it, uh, today, exactly sixteen years ago today. So, man, they're showing the uh, you know, as to a sports because of the uh, basketball episode, right? Yeah, probably one the first, of the best episodes. Yeah, for See sure. you On the
0: flippity flip, you know what's dumb is the NCAA. NCAA, NCAA is, is pretty stupid. So stupid. And part of my take talked about this, so I'm kind of piggybacking off of what Big Cat said. I'm not gonna be ashamed of it, whatever. But the NCAA putting in one dumbbell rack. Did you see this, Matthew?
1: Yeah, I think they I put did. one
0: I, I've been on Twitter, so they put in one dumbbell rack for all of the women's teams for the women's tournament. And they put in a giant, like NBA level weight room with all kinds of machines for the men, and the NCAA said, "Well, we didn't have enough room for the women's equipment." And this uh, one of the players for the Oregon team, she recorded the the like a a scan of the room, and it's like a giant, like warehouse warehouse sized room where they're working out, and it's like. <laughs> like Shoes
1: athletic facility,
0: right? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, how is the NCAA this dumb? Also, another news since we're on the topic of pop culture: um, Shrimp Tails, huge, huge week for Shrimp Tails. Obviously, um, Topanga's husband Damn, found Topanga. found Shrimp Tails in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and. The cinnamon toast crunch people said that it was just clusters of cinnamon. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
1: Well, that's what you get for um. That's what you get for making for a, a sh- shitty cereal brand right there. What you yeah. don't like cinnamon yeah, toast crunch? I, I hate cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, I hate dude. it. It's not good at all. What's, I don't what's mind, your I don't, favorite? I don't, I don't mind bashing it. My favorite cereal. Apple Jacks and Fruit Apple, Loops. no nah, Apple Jacks is pretty solid. With without the milk. Oh. I, I, I'm I'm one of those people. I'll drink I'll drink milk with it, but I'm not gonna pour it in my cereal bowl. I'll I'll pour you know I, honestly man, I haven't had cereal in
0: Yeah, I haven't had cereal in, in a while. while.
1: I, I just I don't know, I don't eat cereal that much. But like I used to eat like Fruit Loops like in the bowl and just it No was milk. Just no milk. Man,
0: you're you're going to what's uh, the uh what's that episode? I ate,
1: how tough am I? I ate a bowl of nails for breakfast. Yeah, so Without any milk. Yeah, that, that's that's I eat. That's my mentality. What was that?
0: <laughs> what was that club they were trying to get in? The salty. Salt salty
1: splatoon Yeah, and SpongeBob had to go to the weenie, weenie, uh, weenie Hunt Junior. juniors, and then.
0: Uh, also, um, what I was thinking about with this whole cereal thing—you remember Frosted Flakes, the super sugary cornflake cereal? With Tony the Tucker? Right. You remember how they like promoted that as like a. Almost like Gatorade. <laughs> like whoever yeah, ate yeah. frosted flakes is like this super athlete.
1: Like, dude, yeah. this,
0: this is the most sugary cereal like on the market, you know, exactly. on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. So you, you just had a tiger on fun. there. Great which, marketing.
1: Great great mascot. But um yeah, tiger. Frosted
0: flakes are more than good. Yeah.
1: They're great.
0: Yep. So just a little insight there. And that's uh talking secondhand pop culture there. Uh, breaking news that I just saw on Twitter. This is tweeted five hours ago by Jeff Nowak. Um, Drew Brees says he's going to be in the booth alongside Mike Tirico calling Notre Dame games as an analyst next season. So, I think interesting. We, I think we said that
1: last week. We? I know, I know, but that's that oh. was just
0: I didn't realize he was going to be in the booth. And um, I'll I'll stand by what I said. I don't think he's going to be good in the booth, <laughs> but. We'll see. Doesn't he's never shown much, you know, crazy personality or anything like that. But, you know.
1: But did did Romo, did we'll Tony Romo, you know, we we all knew Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a terrible quarterback. I mean, he, right. was, he had his moments, but as a he, broadcaster, he was,
0: he was he, a personality though. Even on the
1: field, he was a personality. Fucking dated, dated. Jessica Simpson, like Candace yeah. Crawford, like whew. Yeah. That so, would a bit nice. We'll see. But
0: um, I, I saw another thing that Drew Brees asked his kids last offseason if he, they wanted him to retire, and they said no. And he was like, yeah, but I'll be able to spend more time with you. And they were still like, no, we want you to keep playing. And then this year they said, yeah, it's time for you to retire. <laughs> like, golly, that's brutal. So, But hashtag thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. In Brees' name we pray. Amen and that is our show everyone thank you all for listening once again um one thing i missed nba trade deadline victor oladipo going from the rockets to the heat stacking the heat team up i mean they were contenders in the east last year obviously they went to the finals, so um they're gonna do well there we could see the heat come out um of the East, but also the Nets. Um, one thing I think we didn't cover is Blake Griffin going to the Nets, his first game back. He has a dunk as his first, uh, first score, first goal for, um, them after his, you know, injury and, and coming back from the Pistons. So, um, great for Blake Griffin. (laughs) Um, but yeah, stacking, uh, teams up for this final run trade deadline and, um, the, the end of the season. So, um. that about does it for this episode once again thank you all for listening we surely hope that you enjoyed and we will see you all next time